Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Welcome to a new episode. In this episode, I get to speak with Jeremy Stark. I met him through the amazing service. Um, what's his name? He's anyway, spotaguest.com is an amazing new service that a good podcaster set it up so other podcasters can find guests or be guests on uh, you know, other podcasts. So through that, Jeremy reached out to me and he said, you know, I've got, I've got some really good stuff that I've been working on and I'd like to, you know, come on and, and uh, talk about my journey and, and where he's going. And since we're all about journeys and learning about how to get from a hobby to a full-time job, well, Jeremy had the right story. So Jeremy, thank you so much for taking the time out and coming on to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm glad to uh, to share my story with everybody. Fantastic. So Jeremy, I see that you've done a lot of cool things over the past and our, our chat in the green room, we had some really cool, we talked about a lot of cool stuff on being parents, working from home, and then having to run a business and start something new from scratch and how that goes. So tell us a little bit about your journey and on how you got started and what inspired you to take your hobby to the next level. Yeah. um, Well, basically I I started, um, you know, I was probably like, um, like most people, I I was, uh, I was uh, stuck in a, in a corporate job that, uh, that you know, it wasn't bad. I, I didn't mind it, um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't um, it wasn't using my full potential to um, you know on what I wanted to do in life. Yeah. Uh, I've always been you know kind of an entrepreneur at, at heart. Mm-hmm. So you know, if if you've ever worked or anybody you know listened and ever worked in the corporate world, I mean, you know that it's a pretty rigid structure, and there's only so much that you can uh, do to be creative in those kind of environments. Uh, so I, I really had um, I had struggled with that for many years, and I was looking for just a way to um, to you know to do my own thing, uh, yeah. to kind of work work for myself. So nice. I mean, I don't know if you've ever if you you ever worked from home before this. I'm, I don't I don't know your your experience, and mm-hmm. um, you know if you've ever done that. But I got a taste of working from home uh, with my my corporate job. Yeah. And uh, I really liked that a lot. So I said, maybe I can do something, you know, on the side mm-hmm. uh, to, um, you know, to just get started. Yeah. That's that's very much true. And, and I've had experience working from home. Um, I would be traveling and being able to work from home and, and getting the stuff done. And that was a little bit of the inspiration, but I really wanted full autonomy and what I was doing with my days. And it's not until you actually get into that full autonomy 
that you realize that there's a lot more to it than just having that mm-hmm. full freedom because now all the boundaries are shut down. You can literally do anything that you want and which is sometimes a good thing and sometimes <laughs> not so good. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. That's a, that's a struggle. I think uh, that's, that's pretty common among, um, you know, entrepreneurs um, that, that work for themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, we get caught up in, um, you know, what, what do we do next? And, you know, what, what's going to move the dial forward? Um, so, you know, when I first started out, I, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the only good thing about being in the corporate job is like you at least know what you need to do every day and you got somebody to tell you what to do. But, you know, Absolutely. when you do it yourself, it's, there's, I'm, I'm in, you know. Like, exactly. It's like I'm the, I'm the only one that's going to keep myself motivated moving forward. Yeah, you're your own boss. And sometimes you like your boss. Sometimes you don't really like your boss because you're not keeping yourself on point. <laughs> That's so true. It's so true. Uh, but, but you know, it, it was, it, it's, you know, I just don't want to, I just don't want, you know, anybody that's kind of like on the edge of, you know, kind of moving forward with this to think that, that it's all rainbows and, you know, unicorns and everything. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really is a, it's a constant struggle. Um, it's, it's a roller coaster ride uh, mm-hmm. sometimes, but you know, th- there's, there's more pros than cons, you know, with it. So, I mean, I, I, I'm creating things uh, and that's something that I've not really done in my, you know, my life before, as far as, you know, putting stuff out there. So that to me, that's really what, what kind of keeps me moving forward and driving me, you know, to, to do my best, you know, to Absolutely. help others. Yeah. That's really, really interesting. And, and you're, you're absolutely right. You know, when you're at a job, somebody's telling you, Hey, you got to get this done. You got to get that done. And what I realized is that, okay, I've got to make those lists. I got to make those to-do lists. I got to make those things for myself so I can keep myself on track and sometimes it works. Most of the times it doesn't. So the other thing that I've, that I realized is, you know, it always helps when you have a partner or a team that you can work with. So even though I like having the freedom, but having somebody to bounce ideas off of, that's been super, super helpful. And I've been lucky enough to attend some of these LinkedIn local events and found, found, you know, found local people that also have the same passion as myself. Like I met uh, one person back in 2016 when when we were shooting films and her and I, we clicked in, in a way because we were both passionate creatives. We we're both, you know, into video and filmmaking and we've kept in touch since, you know, for the past three years. And recently I met another gentleman who has passion for video and photo. And I was like, you know what? We're all in the same boat. We have the same philosophy and thoughts. Let's form a company together. So we formed a company together and we're getting a ton of jobs coming in to go shoot this commercial, to show shoot that short film, to make this Kickstarter video, to make this introduction to a book or a fiction novel. So there's a lot of things that are coming together because what also happens is if you find somebody just like you, well, you're going to face the same issues because 
you're, you know, we, you both have the passion, but you need somebody who's the driver, somebody who's a project manager. And so having a team of three people or four people that bring these different uh, capacities, these different talents together, I think makes for a better uh, independent work environment as well. And that's why um, I think I was listening to uh, Pat Flynn and he said, you know, for the longest time, he did everything on his own. He did not want to let go. And then finally, he was like, all right, I need to build a team if I want to expand this, if I want to scale. And so he ended up hiring somebody who was dedicated at, okay, he's just going to do all the podcast production. He's going to put all these things together so he doesn't have to, so Pat doesn't have to. And now he's got a team of like three or four people. And he's like, I can't believe how I was doing all this stuff without so much help help. Yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you need to, uh, you need to do, you know, you have to give up some control with everything. Uh, you know, one, one thing um, I'm not at that point. I mean, I do have, um, you know, a small, a small team, but I'm still the one that's directing everything and driving everything and basically mm-hmm. all the operational things that you need to do. But, I have found that I've had some success with, um, with, you know, a mastermind group. Um, I was able to uh, find other like-minded, um, folks, um, actually not in my area, but remotely. And, you know, we do um, get together um, frequently and, and Mm -hmm. just talk and discuss things about what's going on in our business. And it's been really powerful. I mean, it's really helped, um, shape, you know, my thing and, and just kind of make it feel like I'm not the only one doing this. Cause you know, it is really, I'm, I'm at my own office and I yeah. don't, you know, that's, that's the tough part about it. You know, I'm, I am working, doing my own thing, but it's like, I have nobody to interact with. So exactly. that really helps, you know, that kind of helps move the, the dial ahead as well. No, the mastermind group is an amazing, amazing idea. And I've been noodling on that for a couple of months as well. And I've, I almost started one. And my initial thought was, you know, it would be an online mastermind group and then we can get jump on a Zoom call every week mm-hmm. and be like, all right, what are you struggling with? How can us as a collective, us as, us as a team, how can we work together and help you? Because everyone that's trying to start a new business, they're, all, they're always alone unless they've done it multiple times, then they know, okay, they've got a team that's helping them launch these businesses. And I'm trying to get to that point myself, working with multiple people and and bringing in, you know, experts in their areas of expertise to be like, hey, anytime we get this kind of work, for, for example, photographers or headshot photographers, they have a person who edits their photos. All they do, they'll go out there, <clears throat> do the photo shoot, upload the photos. Hey, here's a set of photos. These are the ones I already picked out. You just got to you know, touch, do a touch up and send it out to this email address and boom, it's done. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's how, uh, that's, you know, the, the, that's really the, the toughest part. I mean, especially if you're, um, I, I mean, at least myself, I am yeah. very controlling, so I have yeah. to, but, um, yeah, I kind of have to be though, when you're first starting out, because 
I mean, you need to know all the moving parts before exactly. you get your process down for everything. So, you know, it really helps to, to really kind of delve into some of those things. And then once you, once you at least have a idea of it, then, you know, you can hire out somebody, you know, to help you with that piece of it. Exactly. So, I mean, that's really, you know, like as far as doing promotional things, yeah. um, you know, I mean, social media uh, marketing, I mean, I could, my process, I, I have it dialed down and, mm-hmm. you know, we try to keep to the same process that somebody else can do that. You know, they can actually do the same thing. Yeah. And I, I always believe in that the Pareto principle, um, if they at least do it, you know, 80% of what I would do, then that's, that's good enough for me. Yeah. That's, that's going to, you know, take that off your plate uh, for doing that. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that, I don't know if that, that really um, is in line with what you're, what you're looking for as well. Absolutely, man. That's exactly what I'm looking for. And one thing that I remember from the past or, or the story of um, Henry Ford, he's like, I don't know everything, but I know somebody who does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for the longest time, so I've known this for many, many years, right? But it just didn't click to me that I could have been doing that or hiring somebody else to do the tasks that are repetitive, that are taking my time away. Because if I had implemented those solutions a year ago, mm-hmm. right, I would be in a totally different position right now. Yeah. yeah. Like I think to that because um, six months ago, I got let go from my job. And that's because I was, fo- you know, I was doing, I was focusing on getting the podcast edited. I'm editing the podcast episodes and sometimes I'm taking time away from my actual job. So I'm not, I was not being, you know, a productive employee. And they're like, you know, we can use this space. Somebody who is more focused can come in and do your job. I mean, we not we we brought you in because we know you have ton of experience. You have you know over ten years of experience and UX experience, and you're creative and you, you, we we like what you're doing with all the other things out of your life. And we know that you're passionate, so we wanted that person to come in here and do the job. But since you're not, we don't have to let you go, right? So that was a big revelation to me. And then it was also because I'd been working on this job and I was just bored. I was just super bored on not being challenged enough or just distracted by all these third-party things, outside things that I was working on. So it was a big, it was a big um, smacking up, you know, <laughs> punch in the punch in the stomach, <laughs> like you don't deserve this. And at the point, at the time I was like, yeah, I know I want to do these other things, but what I didn't realize that I didn't have a system in place. And if I had that system in place, you know, I'd be in a different, different place altogether or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's just one of those yeah. things that once you have a, a process, you know, you have to stick with it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's it's one of those things, you know, uh, you know, I, like I was telling you before, you know, I start, I didn't, I started out 
uh, just, I actually have an e-commerce business. Um, so mm-hmm. I have three businesses. I have yeah. an e-commerce business. Um, I have a, um, a marketing business um, where I help local businesses market, yeah. uh, do marketing. And I also have niche websites. So yeah. they're, they're, they're kind of intertwined, um, mm-hmm. but the, you know, they are, you know, I mean, there are separate things, but yeah. there are so many other things that landed on my desk or in my email box that I, I literally could have just picked any of them and just gone with it. Yeah. So many different, different shiny objects out there. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, that you have to look out for. You really have to focus, you know, you have to kind of go with your core competencies, like yeah. you know, call them like, and just really just figure out what it is that, that you do best at. And that's where I, I lied in is I do a lot of SEO. Mm-hmm. I just really enjoy doing the keyword, the data. I mean, yeah. Some yeah, people like aren't into too. all that data, mm-hmm. but I love that stuff. Um, so I use that. That's where I use my strengths in all of my businesses is I focus just on that solely. So, and that in the writing yeah, uh, where I'm, where I really have a, um, my strengths are, but all the other stuff, um, you know, the, my web design, my, my website, I didn't do that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just not, I mean, I can do it. I know right. how to do it. I mean, I can fix some certain things here, but I'm not yeah. going to spend four hours trying to get this column right in the thing. I'm, it's just not worth my time yeah. to do that. I mean, I'd rather be um, focusing on all the areas of my businesses that I don't have to worry about doing that. So no. it, it was really tough to, to just, you know, give up. And it's not really, you know, the cost of it. It's just more of like, well, I want it done this way. And I'm just like, well, you know, if somebody else does it, you know, and, and there's, you know, like you were saying with Henry Ford, I think he said, <coughs> excuse me, I, he didn't get successful uh, by being the smartest guy in the room. He right. was successful because he found the smartest people to bring into the room. Exactly. So, and that's, and that's really, you know, one thing that well, the mindset that you have to have when it comes yeah. to running your own business. Absolutely. You you want to work on the business, not in the business. And that's what I was doing. I was working in the business, uh, which wasn't even bringing money in. Like podcasting mm-hmm. doesn't bring money in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or told yeah. you, um, was probably selling snake oil, but <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, 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 podcasting is literally like blogging. Like you're mm-hmm. blogging and you're expecting to make money. Unless you have a niche site, and you have a very targeted audience, then sure, you, you can make money. Um, so, and then that's where I, I lacked and, and I didn't focus on what my core, I didn't focus on bringing in clients through my core competencies or when I was building stuff up. Like, you know, I need to focus on this first so I can start, I can set up the standards of operating procedures mm-hmm. and hire people to do the work so then I can focus on the business and they can work in the business. So yeah, man, that's, that's really powerful. It's really good. So, um, so we heard about your journey and how you got, you got into this is because it was just not, you were just not into it anymore or you wanted something more mm-hmm. out of life. Yeah, I mean, I, I the the freedom that you have when you are um, when you have your own business is, I mean, it's just, I don't know, you can't put a price on that, you know. No. Um, but yeah, I I had um, I had started out, uh, you know, just um, 
I, I it was funny as I don't I think I was I think I, I can't remember it was like five six years ago and I think I was looking for just some uh, some way to just to make extra money you know mm-hmm. while I was at my other job and I saw that um, you know eBay I started mm-hmm. on eBay basically and I saw that you can actually just sell things on eBay yeah and I started in these groups and they were just talking about that they would go to uh, thrift stores or garage sales and they would just pick up items and resell them on eBay for a profit and I thought wow that's people actually might use stuff on eBay. <laughs> I mean, I knew eBay. I, mean, I think everybody knows yeah, eBay. Yeah, everybody knew uh, it, yeah. I just didn't think that you could make, you know, decent amount of money. So so I said to my wife, I said, honey, I'm going to take like uh, $50 out of our savings account and I'm just going to spend it on stuff at the thrift store. I'm going to buy mm-hmm. some used clothes and I'm going to sell them on eBay. And mm-hmm. she was like, all right, sure, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Waste our 50 bucks. <laughs> but I, I went out to $50? the thrift store. $50? Yeah, that's it. $50. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I went out to the thrift store and I mm-hmm. found a bunch of shirts, uh, some nice, you know, used shirts, and they were like yeah. 2 or $3. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first shirt I sold was a Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh um, Steelers, like kind of like a college shirt. Okay. I paid two or three dollars for it. It was it was in nice, good condition, and uh, somebody actually paid like twenty bucks for it. And I was like, "Wow! All right, so I made you know That's after shipping, <laughs> yeah, you know, made like ten bucks or whatever off it after shipping and all the fees." And I said, "Wow, I could do this over and over and over again." Yeah. So I really just uh, went forward with that, and you know, just kind of rolled it in. And you know, then I heard about this thing on Amazon, and I'm like, "Wow, mm-hmm. you can actually sell stuff on Amazon too." Really got into that as yeah. well. Um, I followed um, what they call retail arbitrage, which is basically yeah. finding products at just your local store and mm-hmm. uh, flipping them on Amazon for profit. So you do that over and over and over again, and you just reinvest your profits into it. You know, I didn't really take any money out of the business. Yeah. And you know, I found myself with a nice cushion, and that really just kind of propelled me forward. Nice. So you you tested it out. You said, "Okay, this works. Let's keep it going." That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, that's totally awesome. And I thought about doing something like that because Gary Vee talks about it all the time. Yeah, even, yeah. He even he does. does it on on TikTok. You'll see that he's see going to, right yeah. on Go TikTok. He's going to uh, garage sales. He's buying these Hot Wheels box of cars. Yeah, for like I'll give you seven bucks, and he gets the box he comes back and he's checking online he's like this car alone goes for ten dollars or twenty dollars or whatever this yeah. is a classic already packed so i'm like that's freaking insane and and what's interesting is that he's going he's he's got different type of content on different meet social medias so on on instagram he's talking a lot about what people should be doing on tiktok because the audience is much younger Mm-hmm. he's focusing on, hey, you got these Hot Wheels cars? You can sell these online and make a few bucks, you know, buy them on garage sales and you sell them. So he's telling that, he's teaching that retail or even garage sale flipping arbitrage to mm-hmm. so many people. It's it's pretty it's pretty insane. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's really, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of times uh, is that, people will will come across these things and it's funny because you know i'm 
I still participate in someone in the Amazon community, mm-hmm. but the the biggest fear is that everybody's going to discover this this arbitrage model and they're all going to just take away everything from everybody, uh, which is not true at all. There's a, they, they have the scarcity mindset, but yeah, there's millions of people it's, in this world. There's so many different things out there, but a lot of people is they don't take action on on these things. Mm-hmm. Oh, they hear it's great. Oh, you know, they might look into it and then they don't do anything. They yeah. go and watch their Netflix and all their other things that are distracting, but yet they complain that they're, you know, they're stuck where they are. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's kind of sad to see that, you know, to, you know, to have people that there's something right in front of them and Gary V is showing you like it's right there in your neighborhood. You can go to some garage sale and you can make money off of it. And that's really, I think what, what the mindset that he's trying to, you know, get across to these, you know, to his audience is that you got to take action. You just got to do something, you know, Mm -hmm. and just if you're stuck in a rut, then do something to change it. Absolutely. You, you, you hit it and nailed right on the head, man. That was perfect. All right, so let's get into some of the questions that I asked my audience. My audience, I wish my audience would answer these questions. Uh, my <laughs> guests. Uh, and uh, these are these are some of the questions that tie us together in, in a way uh, where, I mean, we, we already have similarities or, or areas of mindset that we join in, but these things tie it even more and bring that personal level. So what is one hobby that you wish you got into? Oh, um, you know, I think I answered that on your, and you're thinking, mm-hmm. I, forget, I forget, I actually forget. <laughs> you forget, all right. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't know if you'd say it, but um, I just, I have to say if I, it would be a hobby. Um, I don't know. I think I would, I would like to, to camp more. Mm. Um, you know, before I got before I got married, uh, I was um, into camping. I did a mm-hmm. lot of outdoor activities, and then I met my wife, and I love her to death. She's she's my my rock, but she's mm-hmm. not a big camper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but although although I, she is warming up to it, um, yeah, you know nowadays. But I would love to get more into into camping, just just because I love being in the outdoors. Uh, yeah, and it's just you know freeing to be in nature, surrounded by trees and. Uh, in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just something freeing about that, I guess, you know, but I was, I was, I, I was thinking about starting a, a niche site on that, you know, because it's just mm-hmm. interesting um, to, to, you know, to me, um, I, I feel that I could, you know, kind of go with that as, as a subject, but you know, like I said, you know, <laughs> too many things going on at once, you know, I totally get you, man. Um, <laughs> talking about camping, um, last night, my wife was watching um, the Brady Bunch. I think it's on Amazon or, or Netflix. I can't remember, but she's watching one of the episodes when they go camping. And so I've never seen this show before till now. I mean, I've heard about, you know, this, this intro where you, know, you see all these nine faces. And then, so it was hilarious because the boys and the dad, they used to go camping, but the girls had never gone camping. So they had gone for the first time. It was hilarious. <laughs> she's just cracking up. Yeah, that's that's a. I I grew up with that show. Uh, yeah, I nice. actually think I remember that episode. <laughs> that's <laughs> that was awesome. a good episode. Yeah. So, but it's so true. I mean, it's just with camping. It's just one of those things. Like you know, you just you just got to get out there. It's like yeah. anything with the business. Just, just exactly get out there. schedule time and, and just make it happen. You know. 
Yep. So right into uh, that TV show, what is your favorite movie or TV show? Uh, I would say my favorite movie is definitely Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, I'm a okay. huge Star Wars fan. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I love it. Um, the, all the movies, um, including the first the first episode. Amy, including yeah. the first episode. <laughs> uh, and if you're a Star Wars fan, you, know, you probably know exactly yep. what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it's funny is that I, you know, the thing about Star Wars mm-hmm. uh, is, um, you know, and, and it kind of ties in with some marketing. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's all about the hero's journey. And, you know, one thing in marketing is uh, when people um, – with businesses, when I try to, you know, to tell them when they're um, trying to market to their potential customers is that you have to think of your customer as the hero and mm. you're not the hero. Because right. a lot of times, um, you know, businesses will focus, it's just, you know, it's about me, it's about my service, my product and, and everything else, but it really isn't. It's, it's really about the, the customer's journey through yeah. that. And you're, you're like the Yoda and mm. the customer is like, you know, is, Skywalker is Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, yeah. That's and and if you if you really um, focus all of your marketing messages, all of your promotional things, and you think of it that way, it will really help attract um, your the ideal customers for you. Nice. So yeah, I don't know. I always I I always think of that when I whenever I think of Star Wars. You know, that's kind of I love it. I love it. Um, What are your thoughts on the latest Star Wars? episodes uh seven eight nine i think nine is coming out this year yeah yeah i like i like the storyline that that they're going with um Mm -hmm. you know as far as continuing on and it's my my kids are really into it um i really enjoy that they that they have a a woman hero in there Mm -hmm. you know and princess leia obviously was a woman but yeah Jedi and I really like that they incorporated a, a woman in there because my I have two girls so yeah exactly they were all excited about that and I'm like oh great you know like they're they're into it as much as I am now so. yeah that's <laughs> perfect and uh, there's a there's a whole conversation around that man it's, it can go on for none oh yeah, yeah yeah absolutely that could be another podcast yeah. so <laughs> so diving into the next question around movies what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it hmm um you know i i i am also into marvel movies i probably mm-hmm. have to say one of those type of movies uh, i i think i'm more of um well i mean i'm my i got the same last name as stark i'm not <laughs> i'm not like him at all though yeah. he's a little bit more rigid than I, <laughs> as far as you know what he does but I think I'd, I'd love to be a Marvel character. I mean, who doesn't want to be a superhero? Exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah. Just, I mean, that's just the ultimate, um, you know, portrayal of any kind of role um, that I would love to have. Yeah. Know? But my superpowers is keywords, man. I, I can tell you what the best <laughs> keywords are. So, you know, that's what I that's what I, I like to it. do. That's perfect. All right. So, based on that, who would be your superhero? Favorite superhero? Um, I'd have to say Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, I think I think he, uh, you know, uses his mind and his mindset. I think is more like his power. I guess if you want to say, yeah. So I mean, that's kind of where where I think my my strength would lie. I don't, you know, 
my kids would probably call me, uh, you know, Spider-Man or something, or, <laughs> you know, maybe the Hulk or something. I don't know. But like, you know, it's just, I, that's who, if I would try to be like, it would probably be Dr. Strange. Nice. I love it. He is, he's uh, one of my other favorites. What's funny about favorites is that you can only have one favorite and that's something, uh, we watched a movie this last night called um, Late Night. Okay. With uh, Emma Thompson and um, Mindy Kaling. I think it was an Amazon movie. But she is a TV host or she's a show host. She's the first lady, English lady show host for 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 a late night TV show. Uh, and um, her ratings have been declining. And... She's like, I finally got on Twitter and and uh, I don't understand. How can you have more favorites? Like, there's only one favorite. <laughs> you can have many favorites. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? Oh, wow. Um, Well, um, I would think I would, if I was a board game, I want to be played for a long time. So, (laughs) um, or, you know, quite often. And and the game that it comes to my mind, if I think about playing for a long time is risk. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if you ever played that before, but we would play in college and it would be like days playing the game. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was just, and you'd have to leave the board there and, and, uh, you know, both, you know, to continue on, obviously, if we're not going to play all night. But I think a board game wants to be played a pretty long time. So yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe that's that, that's probably the game I would pick. Plus, I like to take risks, you know. <laughs> yeah, Risk is a pretty powerful game. It's amazing. Cool, man. Well, that was awesome. Um, where can my audience find you? They wanted to get in touch with you. You did mention you have a few niche sites, but how would they get in touch with you to learn how can how they can do what you're doing? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, my my very first site that I started was um, was GardnerThumb.com. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I, I, I get my I guess my brand is called Green Thumb Gardener, yeah. and I focus um, on just vegetable gardening. Um, and it was one of the the first products that I started with. Um, my daughter actually got me in, you know, mm-hmm. doing it because I wanted to show about vegetable gardening. Yeah, but that that's um, that's kind of my playground um, that I have that I'm on. Um, and I also have a, um, a, a marketing company. Um, I do just local businesses around mm-hmm. my area, um, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, in the Raleigh, North Carolina area, but I do, yeah. you know, I can help other people, you know, remotely, but you can find me there at uh, evergreengrowthmarketing.com. Perfect. I'll be, I'll be sure to include the links to your uh, websites. And uh, I have a really good friend who lives down in North Carolina as well, um, Jason Loy. I, I would love for him to meet with you as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd love meeting locally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Awesome. Well, Jeremy Stark, it was really nice meeting you. I can say that I've met two Starks by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's rare these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, thanks thank for having so me on your show. Absolutely, man. This, this is great. We'll, we'll have to do bring you on again and, and talk about movies. Yeah, absolutely. Star Wars all day. Yeah. All right. Take care and have a good day. Bye. 
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on hacks and hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today.